Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. What I wanted to do was talk about your favourite toys as a kid. And not just your favourite toys. I like doing this topic where we talk about and reminisce about things gone by. But what do you miss from days gone by? I'm going to give away one of Ashling's hampers. We'll pick out a text at the end of the show. And all you've got to do is text 087-188-0008 or WhatsApp it and fill in this blank. The one thing I miss from days gone by is blank. Now, it could be a band, it could be a food, it could be a dinner your mother used to make, or it could be a toy that you got for Christmas or your birthday, like Cindy or Hot Wheels or Space Hoppers or Clackers or Airfix toys or Rubik Cubes or whatever it happens to be. It could be anything at all. Let me know what it is. So the one thing I miss from days gone by is blank. Fill in the blank. Send it to us now at 087-188-0008. You can WhatsApp or... All right, keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. Number is 087-188-0008. We're talking about things that you miss from days gone by. Not just the toys. A lot of people are texting in about toys. Horses is somebody else. <laughs> Horses aren't from days gone by. Not just yet. Yes. Somebody says, a farmer sitting on an unconscious sheep. Kevin, please, please, I can't go any further with that one. <laughs> My gosh. Classic uh, Kids, things that I miss from days gone by is when we had great TV shows to watch, like Dallas Dynasty or Minder, says Joe. Well, Joe, there is, it depends on what your tastes are. I suppose people will argue there's still great TV shows, probably some better ones nowadays. When you look back at Dallas or Dynasty or Minder, I don't think they've aged too well, to be honest with you. They were good at the time. Because they were quite dramatic at the time, weren't they? Let me go to Fern. Fern, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Fern? Hey, Niall. How are you? Good, Fern. Nice to talk to you. Fern, what do you miss from days gone by? Um, well, as, as I was explaining earlier, it's, it's something weird. I don't know if anyone else had this, but my granddad and Nana, before they passed, they had a wee cupboard underneath the telly, and they had that was just for toys for the grandkids and oh. great-grandkids. And there was one little toy in there. I don't know whether it was from the 70s or the 80s, but it was, it was not a new thing anyway. And they had, like, Scrabble and a few other things. But this one particular toy... Like a compendium of, a compendium of games, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. Like, any, just to keep us quiet for a minute so the grown-ups can talk, that kind of a way, you know. And, yeah, I, think, uh, I think I had that. It was a box and it had, like, the four different boards for drafts, snakes and ladders, yeah, Cluedo, whatever, that, yeah. And it was all was in one box, thing. yeah. Yeah, there was that kind of thing. But then there was this one particular toy in that cupboard that none of us figured out. None of the adults could do it. It was, I'm sure it was from the 70s, 80s. It was basically, it looked like, for all for the world, colourful 3D Tetris pieces. And oh, all, I know the one. Yeah, and it would all fit inside a, a clear plastic kind of um I know I, kn- I remember I had it they were like green red and orange yeah. I think yeah that's right yeah. I remember and, them and yeah. the purpose of it was to try and fit them all in all the pieces into the tub in one go without leaving any spaces yep and none of us figured it out it was now, like it was like the 70s version of the Rubik's Cube wasn't it really? <laughs> yeah yeah and and now my grandparents both nurses I have a sister who's a nurse another that's a dentist you know not exactly dense people None of us could figure it out. None of us could get it to all fit in there. And that toy now is passed down, and it's actually my niece's son, sons who have it now. So it's actually gone down through five and generations. And can he do it? Can he do it? No, no. No? Five, five generations of the family have all had a crack at this, and none of us have a I'm, I'm sure there's a YouTube explainer for that somewhere. Oh, but that's, that's spoiling it. You've got to figure it out for yourself. <laughs> 
I remember, I remember with the Rubik's Cube, I got so desperate to do it. I removed all the stickers. Oh. <laughs> you know, the little stickers. I removed them all and put them all on the right sides. And then I got oh. even cleverer and I took it apart. You can actually take them apart and put it back mm-hmm. together the right way to make it look like you've done it. So what you would do is take it apart, make three moves, and then go down and go, watch this, everybody. And it was done. <laughs> ah, so you have the habit of teaching in the games anyway. Well, it, it seems to be the way, yes. It seems to be the way, Fern. <laughs> but I do, yeah, I do remember, and I remember, I think I think my nan actually had a cupboard with games in it as well. I know my, my dad did have all the games, under. we kept them all under the stairs. And I remember Snakes and Ladders and Ludo and uh, what else? We had Monopoly and board games. And, yeah, and the Goggle great. as well. Yeah, you, had, you know, with the dice, and you had the little plastic letters or the little wood letters, and you do yeah. goggle and try and make as many words as from whichever letters came up. Yeah, yeah. And what was the other one with the little pop thing in the centre that had the dice and the pop thing at the Frustra- centre? Frustration, wasn't it? Frustration. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was. I loved frustration. I loved pressing that thing in the middle to make the dice go. Yeah, and then you'd always get someone who's slightly hyperactive who just keep whacking it <laughs> yeah. and drive everyone else nuts. Yeah, I was, so they were. I'm always. What was your favourite Santa Claus present? Can you remember? Oh dear. Um, oh dear. I think the best one was I was must have been about three or four. Yeah. And at the time, Mum and Dad were quite skint, so what they did is they went round all the um, car boot sales, the second-hand shops, and got everything they could possibly find for like. 50p a pound or whatever and we had absolutely loads in it i remember my sister had this barbie camper van that they got in a car, a car boat sale for like a pound do you know and what then, if parents did that now i think kids would really appreciate it i think kids they don't particularly younger children mm. I, I i don't believe they're, they're interested so much in the expense of the toy they're interested mm. in what they can do with it and, and you'll see with young kids, they tend to play with the boxes more so than they play with the toys themselves. So it's it's more what they can actually do with it. And, you know, if you bought them loads of small, cheap stuff rather than one mega expensive iPhone or something like that, I think they would appreciate it more. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe well, I'm that's wrong. what I do with my two. Yeah. You know, because I think, I think the problem is we have spoiled children. You know, we really have. You know, birthdays for children nowadays are four and five hundred quid. Like, it's getting bonkers. Oh, yeah. You know, what do you want for your birthday? An iPhone 12, please. You know, <laughs> And then if you go bringing out the old party games, they love it. I do that with my yeah. skills. I bring out, you know, the old party games where you have the upturned saucepan and a wooden spoon? Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. All the kids go mad for it. They love it. We'll stay, we'll stay there for a second because, Joe, you're on Classic Hits. Now, Joe, I saw your text there a few minutes ago and I can't believe it. But go on. How are you doing, Niall? How are you doing, Joe? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So what, yeah. do you, what do you miss? You miss Dallas. Yeah, I love Dallas. Yeah, I love Dallas in the day. It was a brilliant show, you know. But see, Dallas would never survive now because you remember the biggest thing about Dallas was who shot J.R., right? That's right, that's right. Now, there is no way in this God-earthly world that you would be able to keep that secret nowadays. That was, I remember that was over the whole course of a summer. So Dallas ended the season in maybe May and didn't start back till September. That's and for right. that for that whole summer, people were going around with T-shirts and hats. Was, who shot J.R.? Right. It was bumper stickers. Who shot J.R.? Yeah. Nobody knew. And and the directors of the programme were able to keep it a secret. Can you That's imagine right. nowadays trying to keep a secret like that? Should it be all over social talk. media? Yeah. Well, social... Well, I tell you... Do you know, uh, by the way, do you remember who shot J.R.? 
I do it with Kristen. It was Kristen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, they, were, they were trying to keep it well covered until the end, like, wasn't well, it? Well, they tried to blame the poison dwarf at one stage. What was her name? Lucy. Lucy, the poison dwarf. Yeah, That's what yeah, they used yeah. to call her, yeah. yeah. And Cliff Barnes was blamed as well. Oh, he was, well, so they all had an they all had a motive, should I say. They all had a motive. <laughs> and was he, he died, he was shot, but wasn't there something about a swimming pool? Oh, was that That's the same? right. That was uh, that was Kristen herself. She drowned in the swimming pool a year later. Oh, did she? And um, they said she all uh, pushed her, but he actually didn't. She threw herself in, like you know. Right. Okay. Okay. But Cliff Barnes was trying to convict him of murder, like you know, because Cliff Barnes was a lawyer as well, like you know. It's quite sad, Fern, that he knows so much about this. By the way, do you remember D- Dallas Fern? No. No, I remember Mash. Ah, Jesus! Mash is nothing like <laughs> Dallas. I know, but you see, I was uh, sure I was only little, anyways. I mean, I'm only an '80s baby, so you can't blame me, really. Right? Okay, I do remember Mash. A mate of mine was mad into Mash, but I, yeah. I, just, I never got it. I just never. Yeah. It just didn't appeal to me. Okay, the other one, of course, was the spin-off, which was Dynasty, and uh, what was the what was the other one? There was Dynasty Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest. That was the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and did you yeah, watch Jane, them all? Jane, Jane Wyman. Do you remember she was married to Ronald Reagan? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, that's right. The funniest thing actually that happened in Dallas was the whole, uh, I, for people who don't remember this, there was a whole season. So at the end of one season, let's say season three, Bobby was killed. He was. Right? So season four was made with no Bobby. So yeah. the whole plot line, storyline, everything revolved around the fact that there was no Bobby. And then at the end of season four, they decided, because I think there was an argument over how much money they were paying uh, Bobby, who was, what was his name, Paul Duffy. Patrick Duffy, Patrick yeah. Duffy right? And he decided to come back. And they went, right. shit, what are we going to do now? He's dead. Let's write him back into the programme. <laughs> 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 fair enough, you couldn't make this up. This is what they did in the 80s, right? So they, what they said was, we'll write him back in and pretend the whole season was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I just said, no. So all of a sudden, the last episode of the season... She was lying in the bed. What was his Victoria Principal? What was her character? Pam, Pam was Pam. lying in the bed. She hears the shower and Bobby walks out of the shower and he went, everything all right? And she goes, I just had the most awful dream. And the whole season <laughs> was a dream. A whole yeah. lot of it. Everything. So everything we learned in the last 20 episodes just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I think, that, I think that's what really destroyed Dallas. Really, oh, I think so. It? They made a joke of the whole thing. That was just yeah, ruined yeah, yeah. the season because uh, a lot of the good actors were starting to get killed off then or dying. It, like, you know? Yeah, Miss Ellie and... Yeah, well, Miss Ellie died. I think Miss Ellie was in it right up till the early end. She oh, wasn't she, in the final But she, she died of breast cancer from what she I remember did. She in died real life. She died in 2005, I think, in real life. Yeah, and they did. And they did have a. Died in 2012. He died. Well, he had uh, just. He had. Pro- I think he he was an alcoholic, you know. Well, what they did bring they brought Dallas back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah I was shite. Oh, right, <laughs> absolute shite. <laughs> right, okay. And you don't think there's programs like that nowadays? I would argue with you that there is. We, you just don't like them, Joe. I don't know. It's just it's probably into the vintage, really. You know. See, the difference in those days with television programmes, I'm sure Fairman remembered this too, it wasn't like nowadays, which is very disconnected and families are very disconnected. When there was something was on that was good, the family yeah. sat around and watched it at the same time. There was That's no right. sky-plussing things. Yeah. And when the ad break came on, you ran out to make a cup of tea because you couldn't pause it. or yeah. you couldn't, So, you, so it, it was a very different world we lived in. Because so. we, only had, we only had RT1 there for nearly, what, for nearly 18 years and then it was RT2 like, and that was it really until yeah, that was like the torture. 80s. Yeah, you know? that was torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't know it at the time when we yeah. only had RTE, but that was torture. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be around. I would like to have seen the COVID nineteen that time. 
Ah, yes, you wouldn't have heard nothing about it. Well, no. I was going to say to you, by the way, in, in relation to what you watched on TV, Fern, what did you watch on television? Oh, to be honest with you now, I'm not really, I'm more of a book girl than a TV girl. Oh, right, okay. But what I, I think I have maybe three favourite programmes that I would make sure I watch, and that's about it. And that would be Grey's Anatomy, got to do it, um, Station 19 and Outlander. Right, Grey's Anatomy was popular, I remember that. I have mm-hmm. no idea what the other two were. Oh, you'd like Out- Outlander. Oh, no. you- my dad recommended me for Outlander. It's really, really good. So, so what are you? What are you doing during lockdown? You're not, and you're not on Netflix all the time. No way to stretch the imagination. No. Well, no. You see, I'm working. All right. I'm, well, you, I, yeah, we're not working twenty four hours a day. No, I'm not. But then, other than that, I've got you know two kids who are always hungry, and homeschooling. And other than that, I've got my nose in a book and right. himself on the PlayStation. Right. Okay. So, um, what book are you know as you know is in at the moment? Uh, I'm going through the Outlander series again, and then I'm onto the Game of Thrones again. Right, okay. Is once not enough, no? No, because oh. you miss your little descriptive paragraph and stuff. It's, it's right. better to go through I was again. never into reading books. Never, no? ever appealed to me. No, never appealed to me. And I know a lot of people say it's better than watching the TV show or better than watching the movie because it's more descriptive, and I should agree with that because radio, I believe, is better than television because it paints more images in your head, mm-hmm. and I'm sure books are the same. You can, you know, you invis- you kind of visualize the whole thing yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's better. Well, what that- about audiobooks? If you like that. I don't mind of- an audiobook. Yeah, I could, I could do that. See, I have to hear something for it to go in. Okay. You know what I mean? I get that. But it's like, you know, when you're listening to an audiobook, how it's like you're not even hearing the individual words anymore. You're just kind of in it. It's right. the same thing when you're reading. It's just you're not even seeing the words on the page anymore. You're just absorbed. And that's yeah. what I love most about it. Somebody said, by the way, now, do you remember V? Aliens taking over the world. They oh, were yeah. really I lizard. Do remember that oh, I remember that, yeah. yeah. I remember the shocking bit about. Do you remember the most shocking bit? They had to warn the viewers. There was a baby born, and That's he right, was, yeah. he was the the aliens' baby uh, in the human, and had the aliens' baby. Obviously, the, the alien had sex with the human, and the baby was born, and the baby comes out, lovely little baby. Oh, that they are looking at it, and next thing the baby sticks out his tongue, and goes, <laughs> and it was like a little you lizard's tongue. That, Robert England, do you remember? Robert Freddy England, Kruger? yeah, of course. Who was? Um, Nightmare and Elements. Nightmare, he was Freddy Krueger, of That's course. Right, 1984, yeah. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Elaine. Elaine, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Elaine? Hi, you know, how are things? Good, Elaine. What do you miss from days gone by? Simplicity. Simplicity. Kids just, yeah, kids could just entertain themselves. I mean, now it's, I'm bored. What are we doing? I'm yeah, bored, I know. I'm, I'm bored, bored. I'm bored. And it's labelled what everybody else has. The simple life where neighbours, cousins would come together. They'd be gone for hours. Your parents would be looking for you. And they just had imagination games, playing house, playing, you know, teachers, playing cowboys and Indians. And it wasn't all like, oh, well, you're a girl, you can't play all this shite that's going on at the moment. Like, Yeah, do you remember um, you used to get a sheet off your ma's bed and peg it to the fence? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And peg it around your neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, used to, we used to get the sheet, bring it down, peg it onto the fence and stick it in and put stakes to it, much to my mother's discontent, and peg it into the ground as well and have a tent. And we thought we were the best things ever because we had a tent in the front oh, garden. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. actually found um, I found a photo the other day, and I mean, I've completely forgotten about it. It was myself and my younger sister and my two first cousins. I, I swear to God. Now it's pure blurry. It's from you know the the old uh, camera that had the, the big rectangular flash on top of it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, they were mostly blurred. Yeah. But it, it was four of us sitting. Some of us with capes or sheets around our neck and cowboy hats. 
with like sod turf and um, mm. an old aluminium saucepan. So we were obviously having a campfire, an imaginary, <laughs> an imaginary camp. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, a children's imaginations, even though they have video games nowadays, which are supposed to expand their imaginations. I believe their imaginations were much better when they had to make it up for themselves. Oh, they were, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, can we can we mention as well? That, is it okay to mention the fact that you're 39 weeks pregnant? Yeah, I'm like a whale. Oh gosh. Yeah, or as I said to my friend when I, I said, I'm like a God give me a disabled whale with a wonky leg and, <laughs> yeah. and a wonky walk. A wonky leg and a wonky walk. Yeah, I'm like I'm I can't walk right. I'm literally like oh god. Oh, there's your phone ringing. That's actually me, Noel. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. So, so getting, but so when are you due? Well, next week. When my originally I was due on Paddy's day, but because um, the baby has other ideas, and um, they're actually bringing me in. I'm in tomorrow in the hospital, so they're giving me a date. So I'll probably go in on Friday for induction. Um, so hopefully he'll be here this day next week. Fairly all excited for. Her. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Wishing you the best, girl. Oh. And do you know if it's a boy or a girl, by the way? It's a boy. It's. It'll complete our family, so we'll have three girls and three boys. Sixties. Oh. Well, eighty is actually new in the hobby. <laughs> yeah, six of us. Yeah. Jeepers, so three more, and you have a football team. No, thanks. No way. I'm just no, saying, no. like, I'm just no, throwing it in it's there. A, it's a different kind of hospital. I'd be in if I uh, had three more. <laughs> well, I tell you now, if I had six kids, I'd be in hospital. <laughs> you know what I mean? Six. I mean, Elaine. How old? Yeah. How old is your oldest? My eldest is, he was 40, he'll be 15 this year now. Now, I have to say, I had I only had to give birth to four of them. One is a stepdaughter, so I was blessed. Oh, right, okay. Birth to her. But, um, yeah, so it's my, my fifth, our sixth. But, um, yeah, the eldest is 14, the youngest is six and a half. And um, the homeschooling has been tough. Like, I mean, all yeah. I say is I'm glad I'm pregnant that I'm not drinking wine. Yeah, because now you now you yeah, but now you've homeschooling and you've also got a baby to feed and a baby's nappies to change in the middle of the the desk while the kids' books are there and everything. But they'll be back. To my, well, well, I hope so. Now. I hope so. The two boys are back already because they've got they've got special needs, so they're, they're okay. They went back last week, right? But the women are at home. But sure, the women are great. Like you know, ah, yes, the stuff. women are gas. <laughs> they're, they're helpful around the house, aren't they? Is that, what, is that what you're trying to tell me, Elaine? Is that is that the sexist remark you're trying to tell me? So they're great. It depends. It depends what you want them to do and what you're bribing them with. Like. So what are you saying to me? The lads are no use because they dirty the place up, but the women are great because they clean it. Well, look, I always live my life by boys wreck your head. Boys wreck your house, girls wreck your head. And yeah, well, yeah, it is a fact, probably. You know, but the, the boys, once they're fed and watered, uh, they're happy out. The girls I completely... Uh, you know what? I've said this before. And I always say to people having babies, boys are a lot more independent than girls. Now, as they get older, I think girls become more independent than boys Mm. because they mature quicker. But Mm. as young adults, or young children, up to the age of, say, 14 or 15 years of age, at least anyway, boys will give you generally no trouble. Mm. You know, they they, they just look after themselves. They just do it. Whereas I think girls Mm. need a bit more pampering. Maybe I'm wrong. Is is that fierce sexist of me to say that? No, no. I I mean, I'm a woman and I'll say it myself. I mean, my husband is easier please, then I am. I'm kind of sometimes going, oh, well, what am I going to do? And he's like, oh, well, there's a rugby game on or there's a football game on or there's two flights walking up the television. You know, I, he, I think men are easier, not easier, please, because that makes them sound ridiculous, but I think they, they don't get as bored as women do. Yeah. If you know what I mean, they can pass their time better, whereas women, I know like a lot of the women in my life and, and friends and family and stuff, they like to have things 
to look forward to and they like to have things organised for men and kind of, oh, sure, we'll see what happens kind of idea, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think anyway, but... Yeah. I'm sure people are well, well, just by the way, the, you mentioned earlier on there about, you know, the, everybody else on the road looking after your kids as well, which was the old thing that it took a community yeah. to raise a child, yeah. right? But yeah. I just want to stay there for a second because I want to go to Kieran as well because Kieran, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Kieran? Okay, so back back to the community again. What you miss from days gone by is what? Uh, being able to leave your doors open. Being able to leave your doors open. Yeah, and that's, yeah. you wouldn't dare do that nowadays. You'd be robbed, right? Oh, yeah. But there was a time you literally could just leave your door open. Yeah, and like I, I grew up, I, I was born in the, the, the late, late 70s in Belfast in a wee place called the Short Strand in East Belfast and surrounded by loyalists. And at that time, there was a lot of bad stuff going on. But even even at that time, when all the, 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 mad, the, the mad war was going on and stuff up there, your door was still left open. So people you looked know, out for each other, in other words. People, because you knew all your neighbours. Everyone yeah. knew everyone coming into the area and into the estates. And, it, you know, that every car was spotted. And if it was a strange car, then it was told to someone else there's a strange car around here. It was yeah. a, a, a community spirit. Yeah. But everyone looked after each other. And as opposed to the fact that we didn't have nothing to steal anyway. <laughs> <You know? laughs> those, I'm just thinking about it. In those days, thieves, right? Used to steal televisions. Now, you don't hear about that nowadays, yeah. right? But no. when a burglar would break into your house, he'd steal a television. Have you ever tried to carry a 26-inch grunting television? <laughs> oh, yeah. It would take two of them just to get it out of the van. <laughs> nowadays, they don't do that. But sadly, the thieves will go for your jewellery and the money. Uh, but oh, yeah. Yeah, years ago, they took tellies. Yeah. That's what that was all about. Uh, nowadays, they go for your phones and your wallet and everything else and the keys to your car. All, all the easy stuff, all the easy stuff they left. Yeah, absolutely. Thieves, <laughs> even the thieves have become lazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there was, there was a great sense of community and, and it was here in Dublin too, Kieran, because you weren't, weren't here obviously in Dublin at the time, but it was great. It was here no. in Dublin too. Particularly, I suppose, in places like the inner city or housing estates like Finglas. Exactly. And I think it was yeah. a class thing. It th- is. It's, it's, it's more a working class thing. It is a working class thing, yeah. You no, know, because everyone pulled together because nobody had nothing. Mm. Yeah, I remember. I mean, Elaine, I'm sure you remember that as well. And I don't know what it was like. I know, Farron, you were very young when you left Wales. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what it was like, but everybody, you know, Mrs. Ward across the road left her door open. And if I went in looking for Liam, I'd just walk in her door. Yeah. You just walked in, like. Sure, how many times did your mother send you next door for a drop of milk? Or a oh, yeah. Or, ah, you wouldn't be doing that nowadays. You couldn't, you couldn't, if you asked one of your children now to go in next door and ask for a drop of milk, they'd look at you as if you have two heads. Yeah, and you buy your own. <laughs> yeah, I'm mortified. <laughs> you need yeah. to make an appointment to call somebody yeah. nowadays, yeah. I think, as well. Like, years ago, people used to drop in. Now it's a text or a phone call first. Oh, are you okay for me to call? But I think that, I, 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 this is the way I think anyway. Years ago, we had less machines to do the work we have now, but with more time for people. I know. It's all appointments now, play dates, or oh, we'll ring such and such to make sure we can meet up. It's like the whole... Everything in those days was kind of impromptu. It just yes, happened. God forbid if you had a landline in the house because your door was getting wrapped every 20 Oh, my father, we were the... 1970, <laughs> 1970... What year was it? 78, I think? Or no, it was earlier than that. 73, maybe. We were the first ones on the road to get a phone. My father had a decent enough job. He worked at Aer Lingus. And he, I remember he got paid every two weeks. They paid them every two weeks and he had a decent wage. So we had a phone. And I remember at the time you had to apply to Aircom or it wasn't called Aircom. I think it was all part of Unpust at the time. I can't remember. But you had to apply and it took three years. There was a three-year waiting list to get a phone line, right? But we had a phone and all the neighbours used to come in 
and use the phone. And my dad had a box beside the phone that they'd have to put 20 pence in it. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Yeah, and then we'd take calls. It was so annoying yep. by times, you know. How are you doing? Can I speak to Mrs. Curtis, please? <laughs> we said you'd have to run in next door and get Mrs. Curtis. We'd take calls yeah, for people. I yeah. remember, the, remember the locks on the phone then, too. The little, the yeah, phone. to stop you turning the dial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. But there was a way around that. Did you know oh, that, no, Karen? You could, you could tap the receiver. Yeah, Fern, do you know how to tap a phone? Uh, pardon me? Yeah, see what I mean? Do you know how to tap a phone? <laughs> to tap it is in to lock it from the other end? No. See, years ago, people, to stop people running up the kids, running up the bills of the phones, people used to put a lock on them. So on mm. the, on the, the, was it the nine digits? Yeah, which is the last digit. Yeah, it was around the nine. Yeah, board, they'd yeah. put this little lock and it would stop the phone from dialing. You know the way you dial it. So mm. what you do is you'd, you'd tap the number. So, mm. so do you, you wouldn't remember, this is, you're too young to remember this, Elaine, eh? I'm listening now because it, it does sound familiar, but I, I... You could do it in the public phone boxes as well. We used to do it yeah, in the public yeah. phone boxes. So if your number, say, was... which Our old phone number in our house was, I still remember, 336-558. Okay? And by the way, there's no point in you ringing it. My mother and father are dead, and there's nobody... <laughs> and, and the phone is long gone, right? So 336... Three, 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 six digits. 336-558, okay? So you'd, you'd put your finger on the little thing where you hung up the phone, there was two little buttons. And you put your finger on it, and you go, one, two, three, one, two, three. So you'd pause after each number, you'd tap at the amount of times of the number, and you'd get through without pain. It was like, it was like a Morse code. It was. It was. Oh my, like God. A, <laughs> yeah. my mum had a different tactic, though. What was that? If we, when we were teenagers, if we were on the phone for too long, what she'd do, she'd ring your sister. Do you know when you leave the phone off the hook? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. And then get her to leave the phone off the hook so our line would be cut then, so we couldn't use it then. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because people used to have to do that. They used to have to ring the neighbour. Will you go in and tell Johnny to hang up the phone? <laughs> because in those days, if you didn't hang up, it stayed connected. Stayed connected, yeah. That doesn't happen, of course, anymore. It disconnects. Yeah, and the lock phone, does it pay? I, I remember my parents getting the lock phone. They thought this is going to be great because there was five of us in the house. Yeah. Uh, four women and one boy, as he says himself, a dog of a bitch litter. But... Um, they got this locked phone anyway, and we found the key. One night they were at a funeral, because there was a lot of funerals that time, um, apparently. So <laughs> we found this, the key anyway, and uh, sure, like they got this bill, and it was ridiculous money. This was back in like the late, maybe early 90s. It was like £300 or something. I know. It was only about £40 inside. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But phone bills were silly money in those days. I mean, yeah. I mean, phone bills have come down. People nowadays maybe don't understand this, but if you go back in time, just your landline had a, a, a rental. You used to have to pay a rental uh, of £25 before you even started, right? Before you made a call. And then every call was about 17 or 20 pence. And that was only for three minutes. So you only got three minutes for that 20 pence. And then you were charged another 20 pence. So your average phone bill would have been over £100. Yeah. Like for a family, like in a house, and when mobile phones come out, Jimmy, do you remember that? Or Kieran, do you remember the I, mobile phones? I remember I used to work in the bars at that time, and there was a sign up inside the bars that said, "I know about mobile phones," because the only people who can afford them were either businessmen, businessmen, yeah, or, or drug, drug dealers. dealers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Because I, I remember having a mobile phone when I was DJing in the clubs, and I thought it was the Shibizzle with me Motorola, which was the size of a brick. It was huge, yeah. right? But you were charged again. You were charged per minute. On the mobile phone, yep. and I remember getting bills of three and four hundred a month. It was silly. And charged by, and charged by Yeah, part of. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Once you connected, you were charged. It yep. was like bonkers stuff. Nowadays, of course, we all have unlimited minutes, unlimited text, unlimited calls, and all that kind of carry on. But stay there a second. Let me just go to Jimmy as well. Jimmy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy. Hey, oh, Jimmy, it's yourself. Hey, God bless you. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jimmy. J- Jimmy, what do you miss? Been, been waiting for for photographs to get developed, and when you get developed, then everybody would have red eyes. And oh, remember, remember that? that? I do remember it well. Yeah, you'd leave them over your Fuji film or your Kodak, and you'd leave them over to the the, the chemist, and they'd be. It would take days because they'd have to be sent off somewhere. I don't yeah. know where they got sent to, but they got sent and somewhere. If there's any indecent ones in it, you wouldn't be getting them. Back to <laughs> or they'd put a sticker on it. Do you remember they put a yeah. sticker on it saying overexposed? Overexposed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, as well, being able to tell the make and model of any car, each car had a different sound in them days. Yes. You could. They did. You, you could. And there was no organic science up for food. Everything was organic. Well, it was probably yeah. organic, to be honest with you. You're right, it probably was organic. Not yeah. that I believe it makes a huge amount of difference, although some farmers would disagree with me. I don't think it and makes a huge amount of difference. And dogs seemed to be cleaner. They didn't foul on the streets. And then ah, no, I would disagree with you. Dogs were fouling everywhere. So the dogs were roaming free in the streets. Well, if you walked on it, and it got on your shoe in them days, it was easy enough to get it off. Whatever they're in it today, these dogs not. I think... I think I got the answer to that a while ago was that in those days, dogs didn't have a diet of, you know, these kibbles that they have nowadays. They used to eat bones. And there was so much calcium in the bone that the poo on the street used to be white. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. And so when you walked on it, it was more crunchy than anything else. Yeah. But it wasn't as smelly either. Because was it not? You I don't have to have examined it that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anybody will tell you like that. Oh. The dogs those days, uh, that's the one thing I noticed, is and there was no clothes for dogs either. Yeah. That's another thing, that the dogs didn't have jackets. and No. They weren't pampered as much. As no, they, they weren't. Nowadays. They weren't spoiled. Because they were just let roam free and root through bins for food and stuff like that. And they take the, the leftovers from the table. You wouldn't be going out and spending, you know, 15 quid every two or three weeks on food in the vet for them. And you most certainly wouldn't be allowed to, to sit on a couch or up on the table and eat. No. That, you know, dogs had more manners in them days, and cats as well. There's too much thought of, too much thought of dogs today is the one thing I notice. And children then are pampered. Children today are too pampered. And, um... Right. Like, they don't, they don't have any real grasp. They think that we lived in the the dark ages. Uh, People would be picking potatoes uh, October until, you know, and... When you look back on the memories of it, it's probably the most enjoyable thing of your life. And today, they don't do that. Right, okay. I'm just, no, by the way, you, you need to congratulate Elaine, Jimmy. She's having a baby next week. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and this, is, this, is, this is number six, by the way. And a beautiful month to have a baby in as well. You'll have the whole summer to look forward to now. Yes. And if it's a boy, you can call him Patrick. <laughs> well, I'm actually here now, sitting on the bed, and my Bijan freeze is yelping up at me to pick her up. <laughs> well, uh, you'll have to get back up off the bed again with that big belly of yours. You'll have to get back off the bed and pick up the Bijan freeze. You shouldn't have a dog around you when you're pregnant, anyway. You shouldn't have a dog around you no, when you're pregnant. Why, dog, Jimmy? No, no. Why? I don't know, but you're not supposed to have dogs or cats around when you're pregnant. Ah, you? no. That's, no, that's an old wise tale. Dogs are fine. You get them used to the smell. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, by the way, ha- hold on, hang on. Elaine, what are you saying, a dog, but it, not a cat? What's wrong with a cat? You know, because t- cats' uh, feces can have, um, I can't remember what it is in it now, but it can cause... Uh, Blindness. Yeah, the bacteria. Oh, right, yeah. no. 
And I know sheep as well. You're not allowed around. Why is well, not, that, not that you'd be near too many sheep, in fairness, Elaine. Uh, well, I do cat. country, so like, oh, well, okay. it's mostly cows around here. But yeah. uh, my husband is, is uh, Galway, so I mean, there, it's all sheep up there. Right. But um, yeah, no, apparently it's uh, tox- uh, toxoplasmosis, I think is what it's called. Right. I never knew that. From cats. Yes. From yeah, cat yeah, From sheep. Oh, from sheep. Yeah. And dogs. Yeah. And I don't know about dogs. I know you, I know they with children you can go well it's rare, but you can go blind from touching dogs. Is dog he poop. neutered? Is the dog neutered? No, it's a girl. Well, it's a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then I've two cats and I've I've had my kids I just got out of doing their cat litter while I was pregnant. I suppose mm. different strokes for different they? folks. Well what, I know what? a lady that she had a baby and uh, in Sligo for uh, forty three years ago. And when she gave birth, she was handed a cigarette. Oh, that would have been normal procedure in those days. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they'd have been smoking in the labour ward in those days. Yeah, I mean... It's so I, I can remember going to the doctor and he would have a cigarette in his hand while he was talking to you. Asking yeah. you how you were feeling today. Super. Yeah, that, that was... And I remember this particular doctor I used to go to. He had an ashtray on his counter and it was always full of butts. <laughs> I always remember the smell of the butts. I could see like, the ashtray was just full of the butts. <laughs> No. And he smoked his brains out. Doctors recommend camels. Oh, so, so I'm told, yeah. They used, to give the, they used to give them um, Guinness with Andrew's liver salt in it as well. That, that, well, that's for your stomach, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what it was for, but... Actually, Nile, I just want to ask you a question there. Um, I know you're, you've changed the topic now about the horses, but you know the way now this Mr. Potato Head is now... Uh, potato, potato Head, head yeah. Uh, does that mean now there's no rocking horses either? What? Because the whole horse. Oh, horse I get you. Well, they have to get if they get rid of horse racing. Will yeah. they have to get rid of rocking horses? God's sake! Yeah, the ones have gone Go bloody on. mad. <laughs> I know, I know. Jimmy, did you know Mister Potato Head is kind of well? He's not gone. He's, you can still buy him, but he's branded Potato Head. Well, because Mister and Missus is deemed to be you know offensive. I don't know if you got the rice crunchies. Anybody get rice crunchies? Anybody get rice crispies? No, there's a thing called rice crunchies. And what are they? And golly, Auntie Gollywog Ireland want him removed. Well, well I'm, I'm assuming Auntie Gollywog Ireland, that's what you're talking about. I mean, that, and we look at that now, that's inappropriate. But go, get, what's rice crunchies? But that's another thing people miss off the, off the jam jar. The um, Gollywog? Yes, he yeah, was but, always but he, Yeah, but he was removed. Smile. Yeah, I, okay. And for some people, and I don't believe in the wildest of dreams that at that time we deemed it as being racist. We probably didn't. But by today's standards, Jimmy, you can see why it's inappropriate now. No, I can't. Can you not? And No, not at all. And the black and white minstrel, and then they used to call so it manhole you, covers. Well, hang on, all hang on. When, when, you talk, okay, when, when we talk about the, the black and white minstrels, I remember the program. My mum and dad used to watch it all the time. Yeah. And great family entertainment on a Saturday night. But for those who don't remember it, they were all white people, with half them with their faces blacked out and white mm-hmm. lips to look like black people, and it was meant to be like Southern America uh, at the time. No, that wasn't my interpretation. Of it. That's what it was. So, the, so the argument is at the time is why didn't they hire black people if they wanted black people? Why didn't and, they hire them? And um, why did they hire white people and paint their face their face? Sorry, paint their faces black. Sounds like black people can't think. Well, I think black people could probably sing better than white people, to be honest, if you look at today's charts. It's the postman in them days. Now it's the post person. Post person. Now there's been so many changes, and you can't use the word manhole cover anymore. That's gone as well. Is it? 
it's an access chamber cover. So there's loads and lots of different changes that the young people today... I, well, I thought the most bizarre one was last... Was it last week or the week before where they wanted to... Um, was it doctors in the UK? Wasn't well, Ashling? Hold on, we'll remind me of the story again because I'm going kind of to try to forget it here. Hold on a second, Ashling. What was that story about breastfeeding? So they want to change. They want midwives. They want to encourage midwives to say chest feeding rather than oh, breastfeeding, as opposed yeah, to breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah, because there is men that breastfeed seemingly. Seemingly, mm. I don't know. I've never heard uh, of them. I don't know yeah. them. Yeah. Well, what kind of jobs, day jobs, them fellas have. <laughs> Lads and ladies, lovely talking to you. Elaine. Niall, can I ask you one question? Yeah, but hang on, hang on. You can, but before, before, I just want, before Elaine go, I want to congratulate her and wish her the best of luck next week on the birth of her child, okay? And God bless your baby. Go on, Gil. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Elaine. And thanks, Fern, and thanks as well to Kieran. Sorry, Jimmy, what are you trying to say? Niall, I noticed there's a craze for these, you know, these angel wings. I, I see they're... You see them on shops and things now. Angel and wings. People, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen them. I often wonder what is that about. I have. I have never seen angel wings. And I ask Ashling. She she's a woman of the world. Ashling. <laughs> oh, she's still on the phone out there. I, angel wings. And where have you seen them? I've seen them around in shops, but I, I see them. Hear people talking about them, and I've seen them on some some magazine. I saw them as well. I just wonder what what's that craze about? Right, angel wings. Okay, uh, okay. I'm looking here. Does anybody text in about it? Well, if anybody knows anything about angel wings, could you text in to 87 188 Sorry, uh, do you know anything about the angel wings, Ashley? No, no, she doesn't. No, no. Right, okay. Sorry, Fern, do you know about them? No. Uh, angel wings, I've never heard of them. And where, where did you see them again? I was reading that there's a shortage of them now, and I just thought to myself, why would there be, there's a shortage of them. They're very popular among, I don't know, who, what type of people would be buying angel wings and they put them on their walls. Elaine, are you still there? I'm here, yeah. Have you heard of angel wings? As in actual angel, as in like dress up ones or paint No, on they, they hang them on the wall for decorative purposes. Oh, like do, yes, like they hang yes, the birds on the wall? Yes, they're kind of like a plaster kind of... Um, Yes. They're just decorative. Um, you see a lot of them kind of done in like a gold and cream hanging in a lot. Ah, uh, you're spot on. Stuff. You have it there. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, exact one. Just, yeah. They're just basically... It's not a thi- thing, is it? Do, do you remember there was a thing years ago with the woman sitting on the rock in the window of people's houses? There was something about it. There was some kind of creepy superstition about this woman sitting on a rock in people... It was a statue that people had. And there was a, some sort of creepy superstition about it. I, don't, I can't remember what, what the superstition was or what it was meant to signify. But it, it's not meant to signify anything, I don't think, is it? No, I don't think so. I think, I know there, I, I remember the one of the, the fingers. that It was a big thing about 15 years ago of the two hands meeting, which was actually Michelangelo's Ga- Angel Gabriel. And a lot of people then kind of got on the bandwagon and started focusing in on the wings and on the hands touching. Yeah. But I, I think the angel wings are just like... It's just a fad. It's like, you know, you'd see them painted on walls, but they're just, you'd see them in a lot of salons and stuff. They're just, I suppose, a peaceful kind of a, a, a it's like the, I don't know if ever, if you remember back in the 80s, the ICA groups used to make these pictures covered in felt with nails. Right, yeah. And then they had this embroidery, sparkly embroidery thread that used to make shapes of like boats. And stuff like oh that. yeah, that that was oh, I yeah. remember. I used to do really? that, yeah, with the nails, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, I, I'm just reading here. By the way, just in relation to the lady on the rock, because somebody else texted in about the lady on the rock. Uh, it, it came under many names, according to this site here. It was dubbed the White Lady or the Lady in the Window. 
Um, some router in particular neighbourhoods like the Lady of Cabra, the Lady of Crumlin, the Lady of North and South, uh, respectively, uh, of the River Liffey, which uh, bis- biscuits the city. Other claims, let me see, I'm wondering where it originates from. But they said it was ba- mainly a Dublin phenomenon, I think. The lady, yeah, and it was more so seen in areas like Cabra, Crumlin, Kimmage, and other areas like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it say, they said that she could represent the Virgin Mary or Mary Magdalene. Um, that's what they're kind of saying, or some believe people believed it was Molly Malone or a 17th century beauty of many myths. I don't know. Well, she's a fish. You know, it, it, it's like the Hollywood vagrant look. If you remember, yeah. Colin Farrell, is that his name? I don't know what his name is, but he was going around with the boots, the silly boots and no laces on them. Mm. He appeared in the Late Late Show. Um, oh, well, yeah. Bit of a fad. Do you remember, do you remember that time? Oh, I do. I do indeed. Listen, lads you and do. ladies, I have to wrap it up. Listen, Jimmy, you thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Elaine. Congratulations. Again. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jimmy. See you. Bye. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.